Excuse me, what is going on here? But first we're going to make a little detour. So absurd, so questionable. Yeah, I guess we're just the weirdos. Expect the detour. We were coming in from out of town last weekend, and there was a fire truck and probably four or five cop cars across the road. That's like a little boy's dream right there, just yeah. to have the fire truck. If there was like a skid steer or a crane or something there, it would have <laughs> been... A monster truck? Yeah, a monster truck. We would have hit and, all of them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The garbage <laughs> men were coming by while they were at the house. Instead, we only got a only got a couple legs of a law enforcement there. Not the garbage men. They weren't they weren't there. My favorite branch of law enforcement. Yeah, <laughs> people don't talk about like and they're they're like firemen and you know EMTs, police officers. They're law enforcement, your standard kind. Yeah. And then you've got the Saturday worker law enforcement, yeah. and they're like the garbage men. They're 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 the the real ones cleaning up the streets. Yeah. Like cops, yeah. they'll say they're cleaning up the streets, but then you're like you're trying to be somebody you're not. Yeah. And let me tell you, anybody can answer that first call. Yeah. <laughs> That's not hard. It's what you do when you get on the scene that matters. <laughs> Could you imagine that you call in a garbage truck, come in, and somebody's like coding on the floor? And they're just like, okay, we're just going to go to get the trash can, though. Like, that's... <laughs> Y'all got a can in here or just the one in the other room? <laughs> like, that, that guy is not in our scope of practice. <laughs> you so, think they even, like, talk at all, or they just have, like, the headphones in when they come in? You know how janitors always talking on the phone and through their Oh, headphones. they have a Bluetooth yeah. in their ear for sure. For and sure. it's it's on speaker. The Bluetooth is on speaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just yelling into it. Uh yeah, so we pull up. They were out there. Um they were at the house of an old woman and we thought that the old woman had died, but it turns out it was somebody who was taking care of the old woman. <laughs> The plot twist. Jeez. Yeah. It was an M. Night Shyamalan film. <laughs> yeah, he was out there with the camera um, trying to get those, getting those Dutch angles, you know. He was he was doing his work. It sounds so. quite literally like the meme, uh, call the ambulance, but yeah. not for me. But mm-hmm. not for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the t- caretaker was the one that died. Yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting twist. And they needed all of those first responders there to be on that call? They... So a fire truck has to come. Oh, the ambulance is there as well. They always call a fire truck sure. when the ambulance shows up. I, I think that's by how they that works. you mean you. By <laughs> they I mean me because I'm a hobbyist dispatcher. <laughs> when, oh, you're the dispatcher. Okay, I thought maybe when you call nine one one, they're like nine one one. What is your emergency? You're like just bring them all. Every the national guard. Just no, get, get them. People in here. call nine one one. They say no, no nine one one. What is your emergency? Uh, they tell them they're like, all right, hold, please. And they, they patch them into me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> what y'all doing? And then I just, I send whoever I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's DoorDash, you know. You, know, you never know who you're going to get. <laughs> My mother is dying. I didn't want some Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> they ask you to pull up to the scene when you got there? No, they didn't. But like a good neighbor, I walked out to the road and asked the other neighbor that was out there what was going on. Yeah, of course. 
So uh, I was going to ask, how quickly did you become an investigator and just kind of intrude on that scene and start investigating? I wish I could have said I had the opportunity, but immediately as I as I walked to the edge of my driveway, the other neighbor told me what was going on. Like, oh, so you she had actually done what you were hoping I did. She had already gone over there to the house, you know, scoped it out, wrote her report. She reported <laughs> to me. The, the chain of knowledge uh, kind of started with her and went probably throughout the whole neighborhood. Are you guys suspecting any foul play? That, yeah, that was going to be my next question, too. We've got the, you know, the neighborhood watch got together. Um, I don't think anybody's expecting foul play. Um, we're, we're thinking it was just... You thought it was fair play. You thought the... thought it was fair play. <laughs> you thought the, yeah. the caretaker deserved it. <laughs> It was fair play because she spent her day job as a carnival worker. Oh, okay. So that. that's where the fair came in. Like, she wasn't a very good caretaker. She, was, she was never home. No, she was a, she was a traveling carny. She wasn't great at her, that job. At what point are you going to don some tights and a cape and be your neighborhood vigilante superhero? Because obviously there's some crime that's happening there that needs to be taken care of. I think when it warms up. <laughs> It's too cold right now. It's too cold. <laughs> it's too cold right now. Um, my uh, tights, if you will, are uh, a pair of bike shorts. Oh God! That's so yeah, you know, so a lot of legs. Skin tight. <laughs> but also, sick. there's a lot of there's a lot of legs showing, and right now it's kind of just too cold for that. Do they call you Daddy Longleg? Is that your superhero name? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and when you walk, you take really big steps on your tippy toes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, your walking is just sporadic yeah, it's and a- wild. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody it's can guess chaotic. your next step. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have your wife, Katie, like maybe with a flashlight and a very specific cutout emblem as like your signal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that she just stands out in the front yard yeah. and just kind of waves it around? She's got a flashlight with a cutout symbol taped to it, and the symbol is just a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> That way, when you look up, you go, "Oh, there's a flashlight being, mm-hmm. sh- yeah, being yeah. lit." Okay, we don't want it to be any confusion as to what's going it's on. Being lit, yeah. <laughs> Are you wearing just the bike shorts? Is there any top? Uh, yeah, there's a top. What I've done is I've taken overalls and I've just kind of sewn the top portion oh, into God. the bike shorts. <laughs> you know, I'm a fashion forward guy. Yeah, I mean, you're <laughs> you'll definitely take on a challenge. Yeah, it's like what's the cape? It's a, a shower curtain. Okay. <laughs> The theme is just things around the house, you know. Yeah, it's really loud. Yeah, It'd be really loud. loud to. Uh... Yeah, when you were creating your costume, you were not gonna go out. You're just you're not gonna leave your house at all. Yeah, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to show up to a crime scene and be wearing the same thing somebody else is. <laughs> Let me say, you have hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> yeah, you're not. I don't um... think we have to worry about that now. <laughs> Do you have one special gadget that you use? Like, you know, Batman has his assorted gadgets, but you have, like, one special one that you use. It's kind of your signature gadget. Because right now in your, the belt, <laughs> you wore just your superhero belt, mm-hmm. which is weird. Did you forget to take that off? No, I didn't forget. Okay, you just, you're wearing it around. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, in your superhero belt, you just have a measuring compass. Mm-hmm. Like how you draw perfect circles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's very sharp, which is very cool, but a very weird gadget to be using. Well, you think it's weird. It's it's not, though. I, when I show up to any, any scene, I like to make a perfect circle around the evidence. <laughs> if the evidence is too big for that compass, yeah. not a job for me. Okay. <laughs> that's how you decide if you're taking that's, a job? That's how I decide. <laughs> oh, man, it's too bad you weren't there for the, the death in your neighborhood recently. Dispatch didn't call you in. Mm-hmm. 
They, they, they didn't. They didn't. You are the dispatcher. You forgot to call yourself. This is in. this is what happens when I go out of town. You know, <laughs> somebody else is handling this job. Crime doesn't take vacation. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Oh, welcome to Questful Detour. Let's do hypothetical. Dave, can I pose a somewhat abstract, purely hypothetical question? I guess I, I want to apologize for asking a hypothetical question. Well, that's a hypothetical question. So right now, if I were to ask you to to sell me a pin that I put in front of y'all, y'all would easily, right? Y'all would make me pay thousands of make me go into so much credit card debt for that pin because y'all are a great salesman. And because you have a terrible spending habit. <laughs> yeah. You I don't understand credit. <laughs> it seems like free money to me. I don't, I don't know. But the point is, y'all are great salesmen, right? Yeah. yeah so I think it wouldn't be a leap to assume that y'all could be great car salesmen. I'd say that yeah. you might be you might be leaping a bit. I think <laughs> I think I'm so. I'm going to contradict Alan here and say that we would be great. All right. Well, we're going to talk about it because our hypothetical today is: What are y'all like as car salesmen? How are y'all finalizing the deal? To put some poor family thousands of dollars in debt for a yeah. 1998 Honda Civic. What are y'all doing as a car salesman? Who's paying thousands for a 98 Honda Civic? I, 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 you're, listen, you're the one that made them pay. Yeah, yeah we're the one that <laughs> talked them into it. Yeah. <laughs> what are y'all doing to close the deal as a car salesman? Well, it's about going that extra mile when it comes to being a good salesperson. Mm. Put on a clinic for him, Evan. Let's do it. Um... <laughs> What people see and what makes people want to buy from you Hmm. is they see that you're doing everything that you can in your power to get them the best deal on this car and to fit them the best car for them. Sure, absolutely. So the way that I do that is instead of just talking them through the options. Communicating. Just sitting at a computer, going over some spec sheets, you know, like, oh, I want heated seats. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Lame. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't have standards. Yeah. And I don't want them to have to walk through the lot. Like, what if it's raining? You know, I don't want them to have to walk through Mm -hmm. the lot, look at the individual cars, Mm -hmm. like, oh, this is what it looks like. No, I want to bring the car to them. And I want to give them all the options. Like, I want them to see firsthand all the options. Sure. So I'll go out into the lot, and I'll just start taking parts off a car. (laughs) They say, what do that door handles look like? Well, I'll walk over to that Kia Sorento, (laughs) and I just rip the handle off of it. You just just hulk it. It's about brute force, because we're going the extra mile here. Because you know that handle doesn't come off in one clean swipe. You're yanking on that thing. There's a lot of tugging going on. (laughs) It's about going the extra mile. Sure, so sure. I want to put my heart and soul and literal body behind it and on the line. So I'll bring that uh, that handle into them, lay it on the table, be like, this is what the handle looks like. They're um, like, I'm not going to buy that car, though. <laughs> it no longer has door handles. Right. So I'm like, is there anything else you want to see? Sure. They're like, well, you said it had uh, Apple CarPlay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I run back out to the same. Maybe uh, the same. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe the same. Maybe not. <laughs> Uh, I walk out to the first car I see, (laughs) (laughs) and I just yank the entertainment center out of it. Yeah, the big screen. Just pull all the wires. (laughs) You don't even know if it has Apple CarPlay. You could get it wrong. I could. You might go through a few different cars. (laughs) I mean, 
once I find one that works, they'll, they'll be so excited. Oh, absolutely. Because I bring that first one, they see it doesn't have Apple CarPlay, and they're like, oh, I, I don't think this one has what you were saying. And I go through four or five different entertainment systems. Do you know how much work I'm putting into this? Yeah, they're going to see Customer that you're committed. Sees that. Yeah, exactly. You might be ignorant <laughs> and not, <laughs> not well-informed, but you're I, a hard worker. Exactly. I may not be good at my job, <laughs> but I work... Work so hard. Very hard. Yeah. 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 You don't follow the old adage, uh, work smart, not hard. <laughs> no, no. Work hard. You don't even finish the saying because you don't remember what the saying is. <laughs> just work hard. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of the gist of it is I bring the car to them. So by the end of the day, there may be a fully disassembled car just in the, the From multiple the different cars. From multiple different cars. You could Frankenstein one car. I was going to ask that. Are you willing to cars? Frankenstein that car together in front of them? If that's what they want to see, Cause like, if I'll I'm, work hard. If I'm coming to you, I need a new car. And I like the different aspects of multiple cars, but I don't like one single single car. You could you're fixing that for me. Yeah. Well, I'll show you all the individual options, and then once you agree to all those options, I'll just this is a long process. <laughs> you're you're going you're going about it the same way that Johnny Cash did in that song "One Piece at a Time." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're just bringing different nuts and bolts, stringing it out over several years. <laughs> <laughs> so. So you can do that for me. So you'll bring all the parts. You'll set it in the the sales room. Yeah, I mean, will will that make you see me as a hard worker, as going the extra mile? I I think it would. Yeah. Do you want to sell the car? Or do you want personal validation? <laughs> the, the the dealership's like, here's your paycheck, and Evan's like, nah, nah, just compliment me. <laughs> Kidding me? I get paid too. <laughs> <laughs> just right. Good boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to be treated like a dog that brings back a bone. Yeah. How do you put together the car? Because well. you use no tools <laughs> to rip apart the car. I assume you are ignorant on what tools to put together the car. Well, I mean, of course. Everything's hand tight. Okay. Nothing's torqued down. Sure. Uh, so it rattles. <laughs> <laughs> it rattles a lot. But you get what you asked for. <laughs> I didn't ask for it to be well put together. I just asked for the different aspects of cars. You asked for the options, and I gave them to you. And then I formed them into one monster of a vehicle. Because hmm. <laughs> at the beginning of this, I'm like, wow, this is a very customizable vehicle. And by the end of it, it looks like a jalopy. Yeah, it just looks... I don't know. There's like Gorilla Glue putting the side mirrors on. Probably some uh, ratchet straps yeah. involved. <laughs> a lot tape, of duct Zip tape. ties. <laughs> And you're like, all sales are final. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't bring it back here. I'll um, make you sign in blood. God. <laughs> but, the, but then because you've just been yanking pure metal off of vehicles, you're like, you don't have to sign in your blood. You can sign in my blood because I am <laughs> bleeding. <laughs> profusely. <laughs> Drop it all over them. Do you imagine the insanity that you would look like as you come back into the dealership? Just your ha- you basically have run your hands to the bone mm-hmm. and you're crying. You're crying and <laughs> you're sweating. It's just my default state. Yeah. <laughs> you throw that final piston on the just a pile. You didn't organize it. <laughs> it's just a pile. And you're yeah. like, done. You, you wanted this and you, I gave it to you. 
It's good you put it together though. Yeah. And just not give them a pile of parts and be like, it's like a IKEA desk. Yeah. You you make good money with this? I mean the dealership hasn't fired you, so I think they just kind of let me back in. Almost out of pity. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume you heard make a wish and you confused it with make a car. Yeah. Well, I got the idea idea from Build a Bear and so I let them like record a message and put it in the car. Uh, you yeah. know, so every time they like squeeze the car or you know, press a button in the car. <laughs> squeeze the put- car? <laughs> They're hugging the car? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's so customized to them. They love it. So they, they, yeah. they hug it every now and then. Yeah. And it plays a little message like, there's a bomb. There's a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's coming for your soul. Yeah. Yeah. Or something cute like that. You record it personally? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's good Make-A-Wish is doing good things for people. Did you, When you got your diagnosis for cancer, did you think it was, he, the doctor said carcer? Cancar. <laughs> Cancar. Can <laughs> and you're like, thanks, doctor. That's I exactly what car. I'm going to do. <laughs> Can car. All right. If we're going to boil it down, work hard. Yeah. Give everything to the customer and you're going to make sales. Exactly. Yeah. It's all about working hard and playing harder. <laughs> Just a goofy boy. Just a goofy boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Follow in Evan's footsteps. Work hard not smart and just bleed and cry i think was the uh the end result of that when in doubt bleed it out <laughs> <laughs> all right alan uh, you're over here wearing a tight polo shirt and some slacks yeah maybe cargo slacks maybe not but a body type that shouldn't be wearing yeah, a shirt that tight you look like yeah. a mushroom yeah thin little legs meeting them out in the parking lot like yeah. right as they enter the parking lot heavy breathing <laughs> Got a shape. Got a Newport between my fingers. <laughs> Laceless dress shoes clip clackling up to them. Yeah. How are you as the car salesman? Well, I think the best way to sell somebody something is to give them the most affordable choice. Okay. I think a customer's really going to respond well to a deal. They might even they might even buy whatever's on sale at a lesser quality just because they get a Saving deal. Saving money, yeah. you know. Um, so that's kind of what I'm going to do. I'm going to build them a cheaper car. Absolutely. Kind of starting it off, we'll just take two bikes. Um, <laughs> They've got to give them a car. <laughs> That's that's well. That's you're you're kind of building the car. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, similar yeah. to how Evan was was doing that. Um, I'm just gonna make it cheaper for him. We're sticking two bikes together. You've got a couple of rods connecting the bikes. <laughs> Series of wheelbarrows in between the bikes as additional seating. <laughs> <laughs> this this car only works downhill. <laughs> only works downhill. A lot of wheels. If you don't if you. <laughs> If you need to go uphill, you're just kind of screwed. It, technically, this is an 18-wheeler. <laughs> um, <laughs> but see, so you get the name of the 18-wheeler, but without the cost there you behind go. it. Right. Or the power. What a selling or the, point. <laughs> or the power. <laughs> or the payload. Oh, yeah. 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 And see, really, we're initially where we're seeing a lot of savings, a lot of cost savings, is going to be there's no motor. <laughs> there's 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 no engine at all. Now let me ask you this: Can I get a package of maybe a Puerto Rican men that will pedal the bikes for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. And um, maybe Juan Pablo. Yeah, yeah, Juan Pablo. He uh, <laughs> he can come for an additional an additional payment. Um, now he is he's sort of on a on a rental basis. Oh, it's a monthly payment then. Yeah, it's yeah like yeah, a subscription yeah. to Juan Pablo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're uh you're paying for Juan Pablo the same way you're paying for Netflix. <laughs> you don't feel like doing anything tonight? Just Turn on Juan Pablo. Let him drive oh. you around. <laughs> not- <laughs> nope. Your night is booked <laughs> when you turn on Juan Pablo. 
<laughs> he releases oh, three specials no. a month too. <laughs> All those specials. Um, man, you get you get a lot of bang for your buck when you <laughs> subscribe to Juan Pablo. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, we don't really mean like that. Oh yes, sir. <laughs> oh, that's good though. Uh. So <laughs> So I come in and I'm like, man, I need a hello. I read your name tag very close. I don't have good eyesight. Really get right up to your chest. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hello, uh, Alan. I am looking for a affordable Ford Fiesta. Let me stop you right there. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I didn't really get started, but sure. You've said everything that I need to hear. My name. You. You're addressing me personally. I know that. I know that you've honed in on me. Sure. You want cost-effective vehicle? Not very cool. Not very cool, <laughs> but you used a foreign word that means party. <laughs> so throwing all that into the metaphorical blender here. I can't hear you over the blender, though. Yeah, the blender is, is loud. loud. <laughs> well, the blender is very loud. You're just talking to him while using a blender? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you I'm going to give you that car I described earlier, but it's going to be uh, decorated out as a piñata. Oh, Ooh. fun! So instead of that really expensive metal, we're going to do. Oh, you're taking away the metal completely. Well, yeah, it's I mean, just paper mache around it's, a, it's, a body of a, like a paper the mache of a around car. the around the bikes. You know, <laughs> oh, um, it's still bikes, still bikes. Oh yeah. <laughs> how do you how do you think I'm able to able to give these great deals? <laughs> okay. <laughs> So you're just you're staying with the bike and just paper macheing around it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you know when when you mentioned that word fiesta, that really made me think I, I've got to do something special for these guys. Yeah. So I I make a paper mache vehicle centered on top of those bikes, and I just fill that bad boy with candy. <laughs> is there a bottom to it, or is it candy just kind of falling out while well, you drive off? The the bottom is kind of those wheelbarrows. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. that's that's kind of what we're working with. Some of the candy has fallen to the ground. Yeah. But just imagine when you get in a wreck. <laughs> Candy's just going to go not, everywhere. People think they won an, uh, an award. <laughs> gonna pop streamers are going to come out. <laughs> and your dead, lifeless body is yeah. just going to be down there because you got hit in like, paper, mache paper mache by a full half-ton vehicle. <laughs> like a murder from Candyland. <laughs> And okay, well, I'll, I'll, let's say uh, as the the buyer, I I'll agree to these adjustments to my Ford Fiesta. Um, do I have to like maybe like secretly tell you I want the hooker deal of Juan Pablo? Is that what Juan Pablo is? Yeah. I couldn't. <laughs> he's not a he's, he's not a hooker. What he is is he's an efficient driver. Efficient in what way? Efficient. He in doesn't that- sweat. He has a condition. <laughs> Efficient in Can't that cool his body. you don't you don't have to drive he'll drive for you. Okay, okay, okay. And if I just want that package, there's not like a secret code I have to do because it's probably illegal that you're hiring a hooker. To um, drive well, your car? so you, you will need to do a little something. He's not a hooker. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. He he's not he's not here legally. Oh, I see. Okay, he scampered up here, and you he you made him sell his body so he could live in your your car dealership. <laughs> I provided an immigrant with an opportunity. <laughs> and but what he's doing though is he's kind of hiding in a filing cabinet. Okay, and if you want the Juan Pablo deal. 
Um, yeah, you have to yeah you have to go over there lean on the filing cabinet and start knocking on it and the, the such secret code knocking <laughs> the secret code you you knock to the bass riff from Seinfeld oh nice. golly that's uh that's actually pretty difficult yeah yeah and if, if you know how to do it that means okay well you, does he open you know like a want. little slat in the filing cabinet like it's an underground club yeah he's like password please he says it like that he's, you don't he's get... very good English okay <laughs> oh and he like he's he's bilingual so i mean like that's that's a pretty cool feature it's not the only bi is apparently <laughs> bilingual and you know bi he's, he's well he's bi-weekly he's bi- <laughs> <laughs> wait you i i would subscribe to this juan pablo subscription he only works you pay bi-weekly oh okay yeah okay i see that's uh that's difficult <laughs> Most people are on a monthly subscription and they tend to forget about subscriptions sometimes. We want you to be constantly thinking about the money that you're spending. That makes total sense financially. Evan, would you go and buy a car from what was your car place? Um oh, something something brothel, right? <laughs> but that's good. I think really the when you boil it down to your selling style, it's think of the think of your client's wallet. Think of that they they are human beings. They they have bills to pay. Undercut other dealerships. <laughs> Your money is gonna go further yeah. with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I was just gonna say. Not only does he think of their wallets, but he thinks of their sexual desires as well. I, I mean, he really just <laughs> is a well-rounded salesman. I mean, yeah. just where else can you buy a car and a hooker <laughs> other than an <laughs> Allen's Red Light District? <laughs> He's. I, and Alan said this multiple times. He's not a hooker. He's a hook him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> Alan discriminates against women. Correct. Okay. I would I would never hire a woman. <laughs> I would never sell a woman's body. <laughs> Even secretaries are men at my job. Oh, wow. So that's great. That's um, really a great model for being a salesman. I hope people are taking notes. Uh, Alan's point was think of... Care for your clientele, you know. Think of their wallets. Think of them as humans that have so many, des- so many desires. <laughs> <laughs> and um, here's here's what I would do. I can't wait to hear what lesson you teach us. Yeah. <laughs> here's what I do as a person in the 21st century, as a young person in the 21st century. I'm all about technology, keeping up with the times, and uh, the automobile market has also kept up with the times. So you have cars that will drive without you even touching the wheel, without you touching the gas. They'll drive themselves. But not all cars will do that. It's really just the newer models, um, the very expensive cars. And, you know, I want to give that feature to everyone that buys a vehicle. So when you come into my dealership, when you ask for a 1993 Nissan Altima, and you ask, does this have... And you ask... If this vehicle has self-driving capabilities, I'm going to look at you, Strange, because it's from 1993. (laughs) I'm going to say no, but here's the thing. Here's the thing about my dealership. I'm going to implement it for you. I'm going to take you out on a test drive. I'm going to fall asleep at the wheel, (laughs) and I'm going to show you that this car is capable of driving itself. It's not going to drive it far. (laughs) It's very... It's very dependent on how straight the road is we're on. Do you have narcolepsy? <laughs> how do you how do you uh immediately go to go to sleep? 
Also depends on your wheel alignment. Yeah, it depends on the wheel, which is not good for a 1993 Nissan Altima. No, I don't have narcolepsy. Here, I, I will take heavy dosages of sleeping pills right before we get on the road. That's a good idea. And I will take it right in front of these people. Like, I, just a handful of pills. Just... In the front seat of that car as as this couple, poor couple, they're buying a 1993 Altima. <laughs> I'll take a handful of pills and just down them dry, not even with water. Oof. <laughs> Do you ever offer the people that are riding with you another type of pills to keep them really awake while you drive? <laughs> yeah, I offer them the street drug speed. <laughs> so even when they're just barreling through the air... Uh, <laughs> Once this bad boy tanks it into a bank, uh, they ha- they're forced to be awake. Their body won't send them they, into shock. They are on so much speed that they are almost moving in their mind in slow motion because their brains are taking in so much information so quickly that they are moving in slow motion. And it's just, they, but they see me just flapping around the car. I put the seatbelt on, so I'm sticking to the same seat. I look like a wacky inflatable tube man, just arms in the air <laughs> as I'm bouncing around the car. Yeah. Long answer, a short is yes, I give them uppers mm-hmm. to my downers. I don't want them falling asleep. No. I want them to see the capability this car has. Sure, it might not have the self-driving capabilities of a 2024 Tesla. It will drive you at a variable distance, <laughs> depending on a few different factors. So much so that you can go to sleep in the vehicle. And I mean, at that point, that's what they should expect from a 1993. You know, the technology in it is old. I, I expect that, them to have yeah. realistic expectations. So I guess let me ask the question. So you pop the pills. Pills. The sleep. The, plural. Yeah. The drive. No, I'm not even they, sure what pills it are. They don't slide <laughs> down your throat. They kind of forcefully just like shove themselves down your throat. Yeah. I, I like a cat hacking up a hairball. He's yeah. got to he's gotta take a bite out of a burger and then swallow <laughs> that afterwards just to get him down. Just a chaser. A solid chaser. <laughs> Okay, but then once you get in the car and you're kind of going down the because it takes a couple minutes for the pills to kick in, kind of like three minutes in, you're sure. all, you're kind of just like looking around the car and you're like, all right, y'all ready? Any minute now? <laughs> yeah, set it up. Yeah, and like I'm timing it well, so like I'm starting my head starting to bob, you know, <laughs> up and down, and I'm like, all right, guys, I'm about to engage the self driving, and as I'm falling asleep, I'm just gonna accidentally hit the windshield wiper button. <laughs> And pretend that's the self-driving component. <laughs> and then I'm just going to pass out. I'm just going to fall fall over, slump over. The windshield wipers are going full speed. It's not raining. <laughs> Again, just dry. <laughs> everything is dry. As opposed to Alan's dealership where everything is wet. Ugh. Mine is dry. <laughs> A lot less sexy than Alan's. <laughs> I'll say that. Yeah, my, mine wasn't built around sex. Mine was built around function. And um, those windshield wipers are going full blast. I'm passed out in the car. The client's screaming radio turned up super loud, though. It's <laughs> What's playing? <laughs> yeah, what, what's on the dial? Tiny Tim's tiptoe through the tulips. Okay. Yeah. A little creepy. <laughs> Just crazy loud. So <laughs> you have the tiptoe through the tulip song playing? I'm slumped over like I just got sniped. <laughs> You're like JFK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, like JFK. And they're 
popped up on the best street drug uppers that you could find. They're white knuckling anything they can grab onto. As I hit that embankment and look like Evil Knievel <laughs> hitting a flip. <laughs> Just the sound of metal crunching in the background as In the Tulips plays. Uh. <laughs> glass shattering and metal crushing. And Do you ever use anything to strap your foot to the gas pedal? <laughs> Just to make sure, because, you know, your lip body, your foot may slide it off the slide gas. Off. It might not give him the full experience. Yeah, you don't want to take that chance. Because <laughs> you got one shot at this. <laughs> one shot to get this right. So do they. <laughs> you, want, you want to make sure you hit full speed, mm-hmm. which is for a 1993 Altima. It's like, you know, 75 miles an hour. Yeah. But yeah, I just, um, I have my, y'all remember, y'all remember Steve, the slinky man from a few episodes ago? He's up under the table. It's hard to forget. It's yeah. hard to forget. <laughs> I, he's in the car too. <laughs> my foot is bungee corded to the gas pedal. He's, he's the only one not on drugs, coincidentally, mm. pushing my knee down, my right knee down. I don't buy that one <laughs> minute. He's plaster drunk. <laughs> But yeah, he's peppering the the brake every now and then too, just to kind of give it like a little bit of different feel to it. (laughs) It's really up to Steve. He's the artist, you know. Is he the one yanking the wheel? Yeah, he's the (laughs) self driver. (laughs) Yeah, he's pushing my uh, pushing my leg down, my knee down on the gas pedal, kind of hitting the brakes, kind of turning the wheel. (laughs) If one at some point, you know, maybe it's. The test drive goes too well. Self-driving goes too well. Don't know if that's possible. It stays straight. It stays on course. Steve, the slinky man, will abort mission. Yank that wheel as hard as he can in one direction. So that car just starts flipping (laughs) (laughs) down this long stretch of highway. I was going to say, how does it end? But in a fiery wreck. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, self-explanatory, I think. So, assuming you and at least one of the passengers survives, do they still buy the car? Well, usually they're in a comatose vegetable state. I just steal their credit card and go to buy the car for them. Okay. So, uh, the purchase still goes through. It's good with me. (laughs) No no further questions. (laughs) Okay. Uh, but I guess if you, you know, we've been boiling it down to the foundational elements of how to be a good salesman here. And I think mine would be keep up with technology. So you're, you're informed about where technology is moving, where it's going in the world. So you can make the best sell to the modern client. I think, I think if people took notes about how to be a better salesman, I think they would outsell anybody. I'm sure our listeners yeah. are taking notes. Yeah. I, I like to think that from the time that we start, the time that we hang it up each episode, they've got just legal pads. Oh, I'm sure their legal full. pads. Is- <laughs> full. Lawyers are writing down the <laughs> stuff we're legally liable for. <laughs> so, you know, y'all are welcome out there who... For the people that are trying to be a better salesman, stop listening to those financial podcasts. Yeah. You know, those tech those tech and financial bros giving you all these ways to make millions of dollars. Don't listen. Listen to us. We gave you three great foundational elements to make money. So use those instead. Hang up your sales books. What, you hang up books yeah. normally? On a hook. <laughs> hook them through the spine. <laughs> Stab them on the wall with a buoy knife. <laughs> Picture them as, as nunchucks, just with books on each end instead of sticks. <laughs> Hang them up. Um, I taxidermy my books. <laughs> taxidermy them. Yep. Stuff you them. do them like, like them when people wall. stuff a duck, and, you know, it's open and yeah. flying. <laughs> All right. As we leave a segment where we give 
pointers to people making money. We're going to enter into a new segment where we are we get vulnerable. We get so vo- Alan right now looks like an anime character with little rosy cheeks. <laughs> just kind of just looking all innocent and cute, looking vulnerable. I'm shivering and I've got an internal monologue happening. <laughs> big teary eyes. Big watery. Big, yeah, watery <laughs> eyes. Just so just he just looks so vulnerable. So we're gonna take a page out of Alan's playbook, and we're gonna be vulnerable for y'all. We're gonna tell y'all some some of the deepest secrets that we have. So deep. So let's let's get vulnerable as just three adult males in a room together. <laughs> <laughs> let's get so deep. My sudden secret is I don't ever trust a chair. I never fully sit in it. I just kind of hover over it. You really thought strong thighs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just hover over it. <laughs> Do you think chairs are like, like the reason JFK got assassinated? How far does your distrust go? Yeah. Is it all like I'm couches sa- too? Or is all it I'm saying is JFK was sitting down <laughs> when he was shot. Well, that's, that's interesting. What about 9-11? Where's your distrust in <laughs> chairs go that way? I think Bush was sitting down Bush was. when he got he the call re- yeah, or got the, the book. message. Yeah, gave yeah. the order him too. I'm sure. Wow, <laughs> this this ironically, this whole thing has some legs. Just like chairs, it all oh, comes back. God, to chairs. It all comes back together. Let's get let's get a chalk a cork board with a bunch of yarn <laughs> and connect everything back to chairs. My sudden secret is I am afraid of what's in my pockets. Like all at all times? At all times. I will never put my hands in my pockets because there could be crabs mm. in there. Do you put things in your pockets? I put things in there. Okay. Oh, okay. Do you yeah. do you put crabs in there? I I do <laughs> <laughs> I kinda outed myself there. I do yeah. put crabs in there. The crabs are in there. That's why you have a very realistic fear. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know for a fact there's crabs yeah, in there. Yeah, I the reason I'm afraid of put of putting my hands in my pockets is because I've been putting very dangerous things in my pockets, <laughs> like arsenic <laughs> <laughs> and grenades with the pin yeah. like almost all yeah, the way just pulled barely out. out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now that now that you say that, <laughs> you need to reevaluate some things. <laughs> I don't take anything out, so my pockets are very stuffed. I look like Squidward when he was eating all those Krabby Patties, <laughs> just very just bulbous <laughs> legs. My sudden secret is. I always add a little bit of gasoline to everything I drink because I think it makes me go faster. <laughs> it's, been, it's had the opposite effect. <laughs> Your internal organs are shutting down. <laughs> My sudden secret is I never really got the whole object permanence thing. Mm-hmm. So... Soon as someone closes the door, I forget what's behind it. Yeah, someone walks out the door, I forgot they were ever here. Yeah. yeah, every time you blink an eye, you do go. Where are? Where'd you go? Yeah, where'd you go? Where'd you go? Yeah. Where'd you go? <laughs> yeah, you, you have to cut that out of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, time. yeah, I have to edit out the fact that every time you blink, you say that. Like, yeah. <laughs> You get confused. Yeah. It takes a lot to edit it. Me and Alan have gotten to the point where we have just taken taken tape and just have taped our eyelids open. <laughs> so you realize that we are always here. And it's why you're always facing us. Because the moment you turn around, you think yeah. you're alone. I forget I'm even on a podcast. <laughs> My sudden secret is 
I wish they had just gone ahead and made World War Three instead of spinning off into Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> They're always trying to over-explain narratives. Yeah. <laughs> All these side plots. All the side plots. You can't follow them. Yeah. I think I think the second iteration of the World War was better than the first, to it's be honest. One of those instances where the sequel was better than the original. <laughs> it's talked about way more too. Had a better villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My sudden secret is in the fourth grade I used to kiss my dog on the lips for practice. God, that actually might be a secret. <laughs> <laughs> that actually might be a thing. You know how something sounds so specific? It sounds It's so probably true. Like <laughs> I didn't realize where this podcast is a little ludicrous. That was in the realm of possibility. <laughs> Let's end it there. Man, guys, <laughs> we are so vulnerable today. Pat yourselves on the back. Some more than others. Some more than others. <laughs> Some more than others, you know? But listen, there's nothing wrong with being vulnerable. You can be men, manly and masculine and be vulnerable. And that's I think that's what we we discovered here today mm-hmm. about ourselves. Yeah, I think y'all need to share a little bit more about like your past lives. and The pets? I just, yeah, well, just like if y'all did anything weird. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Like I feel like you're holding back. Because uh, okay. I said a thing that wasn't really holding back, and then y'all <laughs> held back. <laughs> no, I think we were vulnerable enough. Okay. Our, our goal is not to top you. It, to incriminate ourselves, I think. <laughs> or that. <laughs> All right, well, next time we do this segment, I expect more from you guys. Okay. Sure, well, sure. The point is, we're vulnerable, and don't y'all feel better for I being do. vulnerable? I do. Yeah. I, I don't like the way y'all handled the last yeah, one okay, um, we're, for me. Just... It, Talk about this in our next therapy session. Okay. 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 (laughs) So we are introducing a second new segment. Man, give us a round of applause. Two new segments today. But this segment is our ASMR segment. You know, ASMR has been such a big thing in uh, pop culture. And it gets millions of views on Twitch and YouTube. And we want a piece of that. You know, we want to be a part of that. So let's let's jump into some ASMR. Here's how this QD ASMR segment's going to work. Each of us are going to give various noises and sounds from persons, places, or things. They're going to be specific. They're going to be accurate. And the other two are going to guess what that sound is. All right. So here's my noise. (laughs) Sounds like trying to cold start a Crown Vic. (laughs) Yeah, the battery's dead. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say it's a man dancing in high heels. <laughs> Both uh, great answers. Um, it was actually a uh, Department of Defense employee typing out a draft letter on a typewriter. <laughs> Why is it on a typewriter? Till <laughs> We don't even have a draft, you know? <laughs> All right, here's my noise. Moo. Mur, mur. 
that a depressed cow telling somebody that their loved one died? Close. <laughs> Is that um, Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh on his happiest day ever? <laughs> Both are very good answers. It is a cow whose mother just got diagnosed with stage four brain cancer, and <laughs> she is now bedridden. Um, oh no! Oh my God. Man, what a, that told a story. <laughs> All right, here is my sound. Um, is that a chicken who was going around picking up things off the ground to eat and accidentally came across some arsenic and started to choke and foam at the mouth? That sounded like joking to you? Uh, at the end, yeah. Okay. Is that a chicken who was walking down the road having a great day and then all of a sudden he saw a school bus fire? <laughs> Why was he making that noise? <laughs> That's he was he was uh jumping into alarmed action. Yeah. That, oh, okay. that he saw that. <laughs> no, that was a chicken. You'll get that right. Nice. Uh moving down a dark alley where a mugger popped out, stuffed him with a dog squeak toy and started mugging him. Mm. Oh. That's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I was right there. We were right so there. Cool. Y'all got the chicken part. Right. <laughs> Here's my noise. Oh, I got okay. So I have to remember that sound. <laughs> you should have been visualizing it as it happened. Sure, sure. That's on you. Something is being shaken. Uh, so here's my guess: it is a cowboy who got his horse drowned in a river crossing. So he's riding a bovine. He spurs are jangling. Spurs are <laughs> jangling. The winds rustling. The cow. He's a he- he's a fat cowboy. So the cow's really just working. He just got a gift, so he's shaking the gift around to maybe see, you know how you do, you mm-hmm. shake a gift around maybe to see what's in it. And then a biplane flew right above him. That's in depth. Well, so was the sound. <laughs> I'm matching your energy. <laughs> I think that that sounds like a school janitor with his keys jingling at his side uh, trying to crank a push lawnmower. <laughs> Very short, very specific. Yours was closer than Zach's. It was a Saturday worker trying to cold crank his Chrysler Town and Country uh, <laughs> in Virginia in the middle of winter, and he had Cheeto dust on his fingers, so I, the key sl- kept slipping. How did I not hear that was in Virginia? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I should have heard that it was in Virginia based off the sounds he made. Yeah, yeah. He had Cheeto dust on his fingers, right. so it was... Slipping a lot. It kept because slipping. He, had, he had Cheetos for yeah, breakfast, so probably. Yeah, so he had to... Get, <laughs> Nobody's trying to be healthy. Yeah. He's a Saturday worker. Like, yeah. He had a, he had a NOS energy drink and a bag of Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got a noise for you. Boing, boing, boing. Oh, that was it. Okay. okay. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of boings. Okay. Um, was that a spring mechanic that just lost his job and he's angrily throwing the products around the store? Mm. He he did not get fired well. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't take it well, yeah. Ended poorly. Um, was that a kangaroo on a pogo stick learning how to pogo stick because he wanted to get higher than everyone else? So Evan was actually closer when he uh, he really nailed the pogo stick. Okay. Um, that was actually a serial killer 
who rides a pogo stick to his murders. Oh, yes. A very cartoon pogo <laughs> stick. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's your Saturday morning serial killer, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here, here is my noise. Click, clunching. <laughs> what? Can we go from that? <laughs> Let me try that again. Let me try that again. Click. Okay. Try that again. Okay. It explains it. Was that you descending in an elevator? The elevator opens, and there are a group of people with machine guns, and they just shot at you. It's very good. It sounds very cool. Very action movie. Um, was that your recreation of the assassination of Osama bin Laden? <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good guesses. No, that was Evan's previous arrest when he's getting his picture taken, his mugshot taken, and he escapes violently. Mm. Okay. <laughs> You're wanted. Yeah. I keep forgetting all the noises that happen there. <laughs> Okay, no, 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 I got it, I got it. Here's, I got a noise for you. Okay. Is that noise a rotund Middle Eastern person getting whipped? <laughs> like, is he getting disciplined? <laughs> you think he has, like, a sheet of metal armor on? <laughs> it sounds like what, I just, it sounds like what I would imagine a fat Middle Eastern person would <laughs> sound like if they got whacked. Okay, okay. Was that a homemade bell that you made out of a cast iron skillet? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to say y'all are close, but you're really not. Uh, that is an offshore vessel that has been poorly painted black and white, and an orca has mistaken it for a partner and is <laughs> now humping the side of it. <laughs> Oh, no. Wow. Very specific yeah. that you know that noise. <laughs> it was a long night. <laughs> All right. Here's my noise. Hey, who is there? Who is there? Oh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is that, okay, hear me out here, hear me out here. Is that an old redneck cracking open a cold one at night, uh, steps outside, sees, let's call it a curvy snake. Um, <laughs> at first he's scared because it's a snake, but then he sees how curvy he is, and he's like, huh. <laughs> oh, oh. a snake thick. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds to me like your standard home invasion but then you realize how into violence you are. <laughs> and you think, hey, this could be kind of cool. And then it doesn't end well for you because you're dead. That, y'all actually got relatively close to what it is. So that was a robber breaking into mm-hmm. a house. Evan's grandmother catching the robber. Oh. She has a shotgun. She thinks the robber's attractive at first. Mm-hmm. But then she turns on the light. He is a warthog. She shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew it was there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all, y'all are nailing that. I was actually pretty close. I think she told me about that one yeah. time. That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> All right, here's my noise. That was it. 
Uh, was that my sales tactic where I just fall asleep at the wheel and <laughs> with the gas pedal just taking off in the car? Was that was that was no? That was okay. Was that a NASCAR pit stop? But the main mechanic has been thinking about leaving for some time, so he kind of sees the car drive off, and he's like, "Maybe that was the last change." <laughs> wow. <laughs> Evan really looked into the was, soul of that yeah, one. Yeah. Um, no, that was uh, my dad going out to Blockbuster Video on his dirt bike and never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> if he was going on his dirt bike, you probably didn't want him to come back. <laughs> it's not like a cool dad. All right. This is my son. <laughs> is that the lynching of a cattle thief? <laughs> caught <laughs> no but that's a good the, guess that's the a good guy guess. round up a couple times <laughs> with the whip <laughs> is that a the sound of a a family whose child secretly got a lizard and the dad found the lizard was upset started swinging the lizard around and toss it right out the window and the child was sad uh no but okay. I, I like again sure. i love the detail sure that was the fan above a bed mm. swinging in the night uh, while the couple slept below it. And their bed, the weight balance on it is a little weird. It's really end heavy. So the fan falls on the end of the thing, teeters the couple forward, tosses them into the wall in front. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, it like a leverage situation. Yeah. Like a, a he- very heavy fan. It seesaws them into the wall. Yeah, yeah. very heavy fan. Industrial fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They bought one of those uh, brand is called Big Ass Fans. Yeah, yeah. 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 They bought one of those. Massive fan. Yeah. Very heavy fan. Very light couple. Yeah. Okay. Here's my noise. Hello, can I take your order? It's gotta be your Chinese market within it's your no other <laughs> no, no other thing it could have been. That's, that's <laughs> nothing me. else. Bo Ching Fin going to a restaurant from a few oh, episodes gosh. ago. Got it. <laughs> A noise for you guys. Okay. It's my feet. Yeah, you can do more. This, that. That's what the. What is that? That is not. I think that is a a never nude man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that for the first time took off his pants and w- was confused about the the items between betwixt his legs. Yeah, that's good. It's a lot of confusion. <laughs> Just confusion. a lot of confusion. I think this is a guy who was recently hired for a a job, and he was under the impression that it was going to be kind of a lot of hanging loose and cracking wise. <laughs> And he's sitting through the orientation and realizing, oh, there's there's a lot of work involved. There's lots of seriousness. <laughs> a lot of procedures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Oh, it was neither of those. Okay. It yeah. was Zach going to Five Guys. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, confused why someone was clipping his nails. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. For one. Well, I like the throwbacks of this. That's nice. <laughs> All right. I've got one. This is my noise. 
Ching, 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 ching. Was that a person on a horse using one of those really heavy 1800s cast registers? <laughs> just Make, holding it. Just holding it. <laughs> making a sale of a, a blimp's engine. <laughs> Was that a man on a horse collecting Sonic the Hedgehog rings? <laughs> <laughs> so you guys got the horse right. I'm 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 glad that uh glad that that was clear. Um, these were two men on horseback fighting each other with pickaxes. <laughs> One of them, in the end, realized, oh, I also have a weed eater. <laughs> <laughs> he brings it to the fight and wins. Yeah, <laughs> just strapped to his back. <laughs> yeah, he forgot okay. about it. <laughs> Oh, very good. Very good ASMR. Where would y'all rank us in the world of ASMR? I think if we streamed on Twitch, we would probably be at number one. Number one. Yeah. I, I agree. I can't, I can't agree more. But <laughs> as we leave that very a segment where you should take it seriously, why don't you guys give some people one-liner wisdoms? Don't ever hold hands in public. It makes it too easy for somebody to just slap a pair of handcuffs on you. <laughs> <laughs> That would explain this strange gentleman here that you are handcuffed yeah, to. Yeah, don't hold hands with any stranger, <laughs> no matter how friendly they seem. It's um interesting you didn't introduce him. <laughs> they say to get the true experience of someone else, you have to walk a mile in their shoes. Hmm. I say nay. Slide on your stomach for that full mile like a penguin in the Arctic, and that will do something for you. Yeah, it'll do something. <laughs> Enough said. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things where you don't know exactly how you'll feel, but you know you'll leave there feeling changed. Yeah. <laughs> A lot less skin on your stomach. Yeah. Oh, very good. Very wise. But if y'all have a hypothetical that you want answered, some advice that you need from the three wisest people on the planet, or do you need facts about a specific subject? Write in. Podcast at gmail.com. But that's it. Y'all want to be done? Yeah. yeah. Expect. The Detour.